Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, 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 guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Thomas. Yes, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. And I just wanted to tell you about some ways you can follow me. First of all, you can get in touch with me by sending an email to info, I-N-F-O, at D-R, as in doctor, at drdelvina.help. That's H-E-L-P, so info at drdelvina.help. That's spelled D-R, D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, dot help, H-E-L-P. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. They are um, matching now. So it used to be my Instagram was a little different than my Facebook page, and that Facebook page got taken down. So now they're both the same, which they are both Dr. Delvina, D-R, D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A. And my website used to be drdelvina.help, but I'm redoing the website so soon it will be launched and it will be Dr. Delvina, so doctor abbreviated again, D-R-D-E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, help, H-E-L-P dot com. You may also follow my office, which is D-R-T, Brain Love. We are DRT Behavioral Services, PLLC, but we go by DRT Brain Love on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please feel free to follow all and subscribe to those pages. And our website is uh, brainlovehelp.com, B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-L-P.com. Everything is about help. And we also have a website for our, for our spa and also for our um, CBD and uh, medicinal cannabis licensure. So there's links for those um, websites on DRT Brain Love website as well as on my website when it launches. But feel free to subscribe to all of the um, podcast platforms. Please subscribe on iHeartRadio, on Pandora, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts. And if you're um, a member on Anchor, which is Anchor by Spotify, please feel free to subscribe on Anchor as well. As you know, the more subscribers you have, the better. I do appreciate the the subscribers that I have to date. And some of you have been with me since the podcast started in May 2020. So we're in our third year, and I appreciate your support. And if you're sending a monthly contribution, I appreciate that support. And if you're not sending a contribution, but you're listening on a regular basis, I greatly appreciate that support as well. If you haven't already done so, please uh, do a rating on your favorite podcast platform and share it with other people, man. All right. Remember, brain love. Hey, 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 guys. Hello. It's another Sunday night. That means it's time for another new episode of the Brain Love Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Dalvina. Thomas, a board-certified psychiatrist in South Florida, and every Sunday night at 8 p.m., sometimes it's a tad bit late, but yeah, you know, 
every Sunday night, I come at you with a new episode of the Brain Love Podcast. This is a podcast to talk about all things mental health, all things brain. And so many things, everything falls under the umbrella of mental health, everything. You know, we need our brain for everything that we do. Everything. You, I can't think of anything that you would do that you wouldn't use your brain for. So anyhow, this makes this a very essential matter. Brain love is an essential matter. You should listen to this podcast every Sunday night. Come in here and listen and get some takeaways. If you can't listen Sunday night when the new episode drops, no problema. You can come back and listen another time because these episodes are memorialized in my podcast. If you start subscribing to one of the platforms, either iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, um, if you're an Anchor member on Anchor, whatever, whatever floats your boat, Google, Apple Podcasts, or subscribe to them all so you'll get the notifications that a new episode is dropped. So. Tonight, we're talking about something very juicy. Are you ready to take the couch? I want you guys to take the couch with me. You're in my virtual office. Imagine, it's almost fall, so I'm gonna say the smell of candied pecans and pumpkin spice and apples. Not just vanilla and or lavender. That's what people think of. At times, I love the aroma of lemon as well and citrus. I love the smell and the aroma of those things. But it's almost the fall. Pardon me. And usually when it's almost the fall, for, for me, it means football, college football, pro football. And it means Halloween is coming as well as Thanksgiving and Christmas. Time is flying by. So tell those who you love that you love them, hug people, because tomorrow is not guaranteed. It isn't. And time is just going by so fast. We've lost, we've lost a lot of people recently, folks who are close to us and very personal and people we may have known and loved from afar. So remember to tell those you love that you love them, because again, tomorrow is not promised. I don't have a guest tonight on the couch. You are, you guys are like, um, although we're not going to be chatting back and forth, but you are the guest tonight. I'm talking with you and we're talking about the 11 types of female or woman orgasms. I know a lot of women dislike the word female, but we're talking about the 11 types of orgasms that women can experience. My apologies to anyone who dislikes the word female. You know, I'm a physician, a clinician, and so we use male and female, M or F. I'm curious, when you guys fill out an application or fill out a form and it asks you your gender, do you not circle F for female? Or is that okay with you? I'm just wondering, just asking a question. All right. So tonight we're talking about the 11 types. And I venture to say that many women don't even know what an orgasm is, as well as men. Reaching the big O does more than just enhance our sexual pleasure. It also helps to do a lot of other things, including strengthening those muscles in your pelvic floor, helping to relieve pain and improving sleep, man. So there's benefits to orgasms. 
having an orgasm ain't just about feeling good. It is, but it ain't. <laughs> so an orgasm is like the peak sexual experience. It is a climax. It's also called a climax. And you can do this with a partner or on your own. You yourself can play around and experience or experiment with your body um, and just kind of determine what makes you feel good. Because if you don't know what makes you feel good, how will your partner know? You got to at least help him or her out just a little bit, right? Especially if you're someone where it's a little complicated for you to have an orgasm. You may have to help your partner. So orgasms have a lot of added benefits. I mentioned relieving pain, but also they're really good for relieving stress. So keep these things in mind because we're going to talk about the 11 types of orgasms. I bet you didn't know that a woman could have 11 different types of orgasms. 11. Do you hear me? 11. So we're going to go from the vulva, the vulva, aka people will say vagina, but the vulva. We'll start there and we'll go all the way up to the nipples. So there's 11 different types of orgasms that we can experience. Any type of orgasm feels incredible. It feels incredible. Okay. So if you haven't experienced one and you're of age, hopefully you're not younger than 21 listening to this episode, but if you haven't experienced one yet and you're holding, I was going to say you're waiting till you get married. You, you can wait to get married to have an orgasm. You can. Some folks wait to get married to be sexual, to have intercourse, right? To have penile penetration. But some other folks will do other things and still consider themselves a virgin. Other things like anal sex, other things like um, bondling and touching, other things like oral sex. And of course, as you guys know, all of these things can produce an orgasm. So if you haven't had one yet, it's worth the wait. If you're not in any rush, that's fine. But more than likely, you may have pleasured yourself and happen to come across an orgasm. So as I'm talking about these 11 different types of orgasms, I want you to think to yourself, have I had that type? Has that happened to me? And set a goal for yourself. Goals don't just have to be related to work and family and, you know, silly, boring shit. Goals can also be fun. They can be sexual goals. So there's 11 different types of orgasms. And so we should expand our sexual horizons. Before we go there, though, I want to ensure that everyone knows what is an orgasm. Because it'll help you to understand this first before we move forward in tonight's conversation. <sighs> an orgasm is a physical reaction is a physical reflex you could say that occurs when your muscles tighten during sexual arousal so an orgasm is not limited to just penile penetration just intercourse right orgasms can come again from fondling from oral sex meaning someone's mouth on your genitalia can occur from other places of arousal like the anus. And so when this occurs, when an orgasm is occurring, it's just total relaxation 
And then there's a series of rhythmic contractions. So it's a physical reflex that occurs when muscles tighten during sexual arousal, but then they relax through a series of rhythmic contractions. So it tightens, 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 and then it relaxes. Oh my gosh. Like it relaxes. It's a different type of relaxation. And then you get these rhythmic contractions. And if you're really good, you can make your orgasm last for like two minutes. This takes really priming your body. It takes doing exercises with those pelvic floor muscles. It takes practicing. It takes intentionality. So the next time you're experiencing an orgasm, whether it's self-induced, it's you masturbating, or it's you with your partner, think about and go through the motions of thinking about your body. Be totally mindful. Oftentimes when we orgasm, we're probably not even thinking anything, which is great. Sometimes overly anxious people or overly stressed people are thinking about their overly stressed and overly anxious stuff, which actually prevents them from orgasm, having an orgasm. But if they happen to have an orgasm within the setting of being extremely stressed or anxious, they may be for that one moment or that pause while they're having that orgasm, they're not going to think about those things because when we orgasm, something happens with our brain where we actually let our guard down. We're no longer vigilant. We're not able to be in that fight stance or that fighting stance or able to, to defend ourselves because all of those things get disinhibited. They're, they're inactivated while you're experiencing your climax or your orgasm. And climaxing or orgasms can feel different in terms of I mentioned the duration. Some women have an orgasm for 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Sometimes you can have a mini orgasm for two seconds, but other times you can have an orgasm as long as two freaking minutes from one orgasm. And of course, there are women who know how to um, manipulate their body and can orgasm multiple times back to back. So they vary in intensity and duration. And um, they just provide that physical release. And there's an emotional release as well. It allows you to feel closer to your partner. You can de-stress. And um, it's just worth it, man. So let's take a little pause, a little break. And then when we come back, we are going to discuss, before we get into the 11 different types of orgasms, we're going to go through some benefits of orgasms really quickly so I can get your total buy-in as to why you should be learning about this. We'll be right back. So we're back and we are talking about orgasms tonight. Oftentimes women tell me, you don't do anything or talk about women. You always talk about the guys and the stuff that they have going on. Well, it could be because I am the only girl in my family. I have two older brothers and I know well how men get ignored and we always focus on the woman stuff. And so, but tonight I'm on you guys. <clears throat> We're talking orgasms tonight. We're talking about the different types. I'm not going to go into details about the benefits. I'll just give you some, some broad overview about the benefits of orgasms before we get into those 11 different types. So I already told you benefits of orgasms include improving mood and helping with pain relief, 
and helping us to sleep better. Um, orgasms also boost your mood and they boost your, mo your mood through a variety of hormones. I'm not gonna go into the details of those tonight. I'll save it for another discussion because I want your attention and focus on the 11 different types of orgasms because I want you to have a goal of achieving the sensation of experiencing all 11 orgasms, all 11. I'm telling you, goals don't have to be limited to just work and family. Have some goals for yourself. An orgasm is like the best thing ever. Ooh la la. It is the best thing ever. <laughs> well, there's some other good stuff out there too, you know, but just that orgasm, the feeling that you experience when you have it, it itself in the moment is a mood booster. You're just like, ah, yes. Whatever problem you had, it just, it's just, it's been placed on a shelf. You feel less stressed. You feel more relaxed. So it is, oh my God, it's a sensation you cannot believe. It is one of the best sensations ever. So, and it comes from many different things, right? It comes from different chemicals. Again, I want to skip that part. The other benefit of orgasms is, is that they help you connect with your body. You understand who you are, you learn your body, especially if you masturbate to orgasm. Masturbation can reveal what's normal for you and what isn't when it comes to your sexual health. You can identify things. You can identify a different smell. You understand what you usually smell like, what it looks like, what it feels like. If you don't know the norm for your body, it's difficult to tell when something is off. So learn your body. If you're a young lady listening to this episode, learn your body, learn your vulva, learn your clitoris, learn your labia, learn the different anatomy of your vulva. <clears throat> Having an orgasm creates a comfort level with your body. And without that comfort level, you're going to be very hesitant to talk about your body, specifically your genitalia with not only your significant other, but your doctor too. Number three, orgasms teach you what feels good for you. I don't think I have to elaborate any more about that. You know your body, you know what to tell your partner to help you feel good. They help strengthen your relationship. You know, shoot, when you're getting off and your partner's a part of that, it makes you feel like, hmm, okay, this person cares about me, especially if they're letting you climax first. It may not always be you climaxing first, but some of the time, most of the time, it should be you. Ladies first. Remember that song? Ooh, ooh ladies first, ladies first. <laughs> yes. Okay. Another benefit is that orgasms improve sleep. They make us sleepy. You know, you, you become relaxed after you orgasm. So it's no mystery that we can fall asleep easier. There's progressive muscle relaxation. It's a relax relaxation technique that involves clenching a group of muscles as tightly as possible and then releasing them. If you've ever had difficulty falling asleep and someone told you, starting with your head, sometimes people start with their toes, but you can start, let's start with our toes. You start with your toes and you try to contract the muscles there. Then you move up to your lower leg. Then you move up to your thighs, your upper leg. Then you move up 
you should stop in your genitalia area and do some Kegels, tomato, tomato, AKA Kegels. Uh, I've heard it pronounced different ways. Then you go into your midsection and, and you, whew, you contract those muscles. If you notice when you do these Kegels, it actually, it's very uh, satisfying. There's, um, there's a lot of uh, pleasure when you contract those muscles. It's the, it's the sensation of um, like when you're urinating and you go to the bathroom and let's say you start the flow and you stop it. That is a Kegel. So when you do that, you should try to do a hundred of these every day. I guarantee you, if you've never had an orgasm, if you Kegel every day a hundred times, or if you just, if it's hard for you to think about it, do it when you're sitting at a stop sign, when you stop at a, a red light, Kegel, if a red light is a good way to remember, it's a good way for most people to remember this. Even men can Kegel, that's why I'm saying people are not women. When you're at a red light, Kegel. Um, at times when you go to the bathroom and you're not in a rush, when you go, you start a dribble, urinate a little bit and stop. I'm Kegeling now. Relax, contract. Relax, contract. If you do this every day, you will have killer orgasms, intense orgasms. So this progressive muscle relaxation, relaxation helps you to fall asleep. So I was talking about this exercise you can do to help you fall asleep that doesn't involve masturbating or, or, or an orgasm. It's progressive muscle relaxation. So I was telling you how to, how to do that, how to produce that with your body. So we were in the genitalia area and working our way up to our shoulders and you know your neck or whatever. But that's progressive muscle relaxation. And you can also stop at, start at the top of the head and work your way down to your toes. Orgasms help us to maintain pelvic floor muscles. That is another benefit. That's number six. Or, an orgasm is a series of muscle contractions, like I told you guys. And these contractions may help you maintain or strengthen your pelvic floor. These contractions are the same ones that we use when we're Kegeling. I just went through that with you. <clears throat> Pardon me. When you intentionally tighten your pelvic floor muscles, you can hold it. Like I told you, hold it for three to 10 seconds. Then release. Doing Kegels feels like you're holding in your pee. Release. Do it again. Hold it. Release. Hold it. Two, three, release. Let's hold it for five seconds now. Hold it. One, two, three, four, five, release. Next one, hold for 10. One, you're contracting. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold it. Eight, hold it, hold it. Release. Okay. And orgasms release pain, relieve pain. So those are the, the benefits. Now let's talk about the 11 different types. Thank you for hanging in here with me. And I hope you're doing these exercises as I'm talking. I hope you went through those exercises with me. I hope you did. If you did, then I got your buy-in because you understand how wonderful it feels. So <clears throat> the first at orgasm is the one everyone knows, the clitoris, the clitoris or the clitoris is the go-to sweet spot. Many women love to experience orgasms from this piece of our body, this little part of our body. It's a tiny hidden button. And depending on the source that you read, some sources say there are, there are 8,000 nerve endings in the clitoris. It's very similar to the man's penis. It's very sensitive. 
It's a very sensitive part of our anatomy. And if you read some resources, it'll say, some sources, I'm sorry, millions of nerve endings are in that area. Millions. It feels like millions to me. So I'm going to go with millions. Millions. So having it stroked, caressed, stimulated, you know, sometimes the same motion back and forth, side to side, circle, 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 circle is what will get someone there. So you just have to know your body, which is why I was explaining earlier that masturbation is your friend because you determine what makes you feel good and you can help your partner. And sometimes people discover new things with their partners, but everything won't be determined by just you. Touching yourself in that area, not just the clitoris, but also around the labia, um, that's the area that surrounds the clitoris, all, all of those things touching that area uh, leads to an increase of blood flow to the area. So it becomes engorged. You may notice that your clitoris looks like it's erect like a man's penis because it is, because of all of the blood that is there. That blood building up in the area creates a sensation of you wanting to basically bust or the need for release. So learn how to stroke it. Teach your partner how to stroke it. They can stroke it with their hand, with their penis, with their tongue, their finger, whatever it is. If you're having trouble from a clitoral orgasm, that's okay. You can get a sex toy that may help, like a mini vibrator or toys that are created just for that. The second type of orgasm is the G-spot orgasm. So people will say, oh, there's no such thing as a G-spot. Yes, there is. So the people who say that have never, ever felt it. And did you know besides the G-spot, there are other spots inside of the vagina as well. It's not just the G-spot. There are other spots in the vagina. There's also an A-spot and there's an O-spot. So the A-spot is on the high front wall of the vagina. It's just beneath the cervix. And the O spot is on the back wall of the vagina. So women who can orgasm from penetration, whether it's a dildo or a man's penis, the reason why some women prefer a big, a very large size penis or dildo is because they want that person to hit the back wall of their vagina. And so th those two are two other, or the, the third and the fourth type of orgasm. That's basically the deep vaginal erroneous, I'm sorry, erogenous orgasm. The deep vaginal erogenous orgasm are the A spot and the O spot. And we'll count them as one. So they'll be number three. So number one is the clitoral orgasm. The G spot is number two. So you may ask, okay, where's the G spot? <clears throat> the G spot is on the front wall of your vagina. So if you insert the finger into your vagina, and you press forward, it's kind of like, you know, how you tell someone to come here, you motion them with your index finger. It's kind of like doing that, kind of like that whole come hither thing. So insert your finger and then you press forward. You press towards the front of the body. That's how you find your G-spot. So it really does exist. If you've ever had someone touch it while maybe oral sex is being conducted, or even during intercourse, you know damn well that it exists. Because when you're sexually aroused, 
the G-spot also fills with blood and it swells up. And when you touch it, it feels extremely good. So again, it can be touched by fingers, by a penis, a vibrator, and women describe it as a deeply intense, shaken to the core type of orgasm, type of climax. It really does exist. And if you talk to some gynecologists, they'll tell you there is a specific area. It may feel slightly bumpy or feel like a ridged area. For some women, it's spongy, but it really does exist. So that's the second type of orgasm. And I told you the third type of orgasm are those deep vaginal erogenous zones. That's that A spot and the O spot. And I told you where they're, they're located. The fourth type of orgasm is a blended orgasm. So, you know, let's say the person is hitting your G spot and also they're on your clitoris or they're on your clitoris and they're playing with your nipples or they're um, sucking on your clitoris and they're playing with your anus. So this is a combination of blended orgasm. The fifth type of orgasm is an anal orgasm. So some women love it, some women hate it. But if you talk to a woman who's ever experienced an anal orgasm and they love it, they'll tell you it's like the best thing they've ever felt. Because, you know, when you think about the anatomy, the anus and the rectum are very close to the vagina and the clitoris. There's only a little piece of thin tissue that separates the two. That's called the perineum. And so you understand what the perineum is. You may have been a woman who had to have an episiotomy when you gave birth. That's when the surgeon, the OB, cut you from <clears throat> the vagina where the baby's head is, is coming out. They cut from your, uh, your vulva, the opening to, into your vagina, down to your anus. They're cutting the perineum. So that skin is very sensitive. We know that skin is very sensitive in men as well. Men also have perineum. And so there's so many shared nerves and muscles in that area. So it makes it highly sensitive for many women as it is for men. And stimulating that area can trigger a vaginal orgasm and as well as an anal one. So anal orgasms really do exist. Number six is a squirting orgasm. Female ejaculation really does exist. So G-spot stimulation, I talked about the G-spot. It's a type of touching that can lead to squirting. Number seven, a cervical orgasm. Number eight, nipple orgasm. For some women right before they menstruate or um, have their monthly period, they might become very sensitive in their nipples. Some women will get piercings in their nipples to help enhance their sensitivity. Um, and some women are so sensitive in their nipples, they can actually have an orgasm from playing or caressing or kissing their nipples. Number nine, this is a great experience, an exercise orgasm. It's also called a corgasm. So you can reach climax while engaged in a tough workout. Think about it. When you're trying to do something tough, like I remember like taking exams and I'm just not even realizing it, but I'm squeezing my muscle, squeezing my pelvic floor muscles, contracting those muscles. And that's what you do when you're going through a hard workout as well. So you can have a workout-induced orgasm. 
you can have this type of pleasure while working out. <clears throat> One day I'll tell you the story about climbing a rope in gym class and what happened. Oh boy. So when you have well-developed pelvic floor muscles and during exercise, if you really start to contract them, orgasms can be a result of that. Some women will need other stimulation with it, but some other women, when you really work those pelvic floor muscles, you don't need to be stimulated in any other way. There's also a sleep orgasm. That's obvious. You're having a sexual dream, kind of like what we say a wet dream for men, and you orgasm in your dream. And then the last type of orgasm are multiple orgasms. If you're like, oh my God, I haven't even had one orgasm yet, do not give up. There is hope for you. You too can have one of these different types of orgasms. So if you need any advice on how to enhance your orgasms or how to create one orgasm, if you've never had an orgasm, please feel free to email me at info, I-N-F-O, at drdelvina.help. That's D-R-Delvina, D as in Delta, E-L, B as in Victor, E-N-A, dot help, H-E-L-P. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful for you. I told you it was going to be a very juicy, sensual talk. Thank you for joining me on the couch tonight. Say brain love. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe, reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs, know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations, limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership, own your mistakes, learn from them, and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love. <laughs>